We're off now to uh, St Andrews, the old course where it is all over, the 150th uh, Open. And joining us out of Talk Sport, UK, Russell Hargraves, it became, came down to the wire in a way, didn't it, Russ? It did, and we were all hoping here that, of course, Rory McIlroy would get the job done, Brian, and finally end, as we talked about in the week, uh, just gone that eight-year hoodoo. And you know what, mate? It looks so good for Rory at the turn. Held a healthy lead over his playing partner, Victor Hovland. But we did not expect the Aussie Cam Smith to come back again with quite such a brilliant response. We know what a wonderful player he is. He led earlier in the tournament, quiet on day three. But suddenly, the putter just erupted back into life. And birdies at 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, five in a row, that barrage just blew the tournament wide open. And by the time Rory kind of almost realised and kicked himself into gear that there was a new challenge and somebody else he had to catch, it was kind of too late. Rory's talked about the missed chances, not regretting anything and losing to the better player, being very sporting. But it's kind of one for him that got away in the sense that he probably just needed to hit the afterburners a bit quicker, but he couldn't do anything to match what Smith did. And Smith's finale, then he gutsy par at the road hole on 17. The birdie at the last to edge back ahead of his own playing partner, Cameron Young, with an unbelievable finish in an eagle. It was just an epic finale. A proper three-horse battle all of a sudden at the death. Not Rory's day, but Cameron Smith's day. And the uh, mulleted Aussie gets it done, and he's going to be downing a few beers out of that uh, silver, beautiful cut trophy, I can tell you, out of the claret jug. Well, absolutely. What, what let Rory down? Was it the patting? What was it for him? I just think more than anything, he didn't make the most of some birdieable holes. I mean, he started off pretty quietly, didn't birdie any of the first four, then landed a birdie at the par five as he had to, but then went quiet again just toward the end of that first nine, which is no major disgrace. It's a tough stretch. Birdie 10, but from there eight consecutive pars, including holes like the par five, the very birdieable 14th, pretty much all of his closest rivals, Smith, Young, Tommy Fleetwood, who eventually finished tied fourth. All these guys picked up shots there. Rory didn't. And as I say, at that point, he almost looked up, saw the scoreboard changing, realised, I think, that his own playing partner wasn't his biggest rival anymore in Hovland. It was all about Smith and then ultimately Young as well. He just couldn't quite get it done in time. And in the end, just parring the last, had to obviously hole out with an attempted eagle, just like Young had done to try and win it. Came fairly close, but never in truth, I think, did anyone believe after Smith had parred 17 and after Rory's great approach to 17 when he didn't land that birdie putt either. That was when I think a lot of us just knew it probably wasn't going to be his day again. And that's eight years and counting, 20-odd majors now, multiple top twos, threes, top fives. Sometimes he's blown up. He didn't do that today. But again, he's not quite delivered. Beaten by a better man who played wonderfully. But you just continue to wait, worry, wonder, hope from our point of view at least, whether Rory will get back on that major train one day. We're taking a little bit of the win here too because Smith had a New Zealand caddy. Sam uh, Pinfold was his caddy, so he was up there with, uh, with Smith. What a fantastic story. What a combination from the two yeah. trans-Tasman colleagues then. No, mate, he was absolutely great. And as I say, super thirsty Friday, lost his way a little bit on Saturday and was really dejected, really disappointed with how mm. things went on moving day. But yeah, his response today was fabulous. He's so laid back and just so easygoing, the Queenslander. I think that really helped him. But that steely resolution, that dead-eye putter, and he just seemed so unfazed, even at the road hole when he got in trouble, decent chip out, and then just a hard his nails just to be able to hold that putt to stay as he was at that point at what 18 under par 
uh, and then just build through 19, 20, get the job done. Yep. Absolutely brilliant. And from here, where does he go? Do we see more majors from Cam Smith? Slight rumours he might go to live golf. Didn't deny them in the press conference. Ooh. I really hope that's not the case. Ooh. Want him to stay on the PGA Tour. Want him to just stay with us, but we'll see. Tiger didn't make the cut. It was an emotional farewell for him after two rounds. Will he be back, do you think? Uh, I don't think he'll be back here. I was just getting the thoughts of our legendary US correspondent, Bob Bobka, who flew over to be with us this week, which was great. And Bob said himself, I don't think we'll see Tiger back at St. Andrews. I think we will see him at another Open or so. I think we'll see him in other majors, but that body is struggling. It was wonderful to have him here. That was the other major story in the mm. story of Thursday and Friday. Friday, when he gave that wave on the Swilkin Bridge, mate, not a dry eye in the house, not a seat to be had. That, was one of the biggest roars and one of the most amazing scenes I think I've ever witnessed in golf and beyond. Uh, I don't honestly think we probably will see him here, but we will see him back a bit longer as long as the body permits and as long as he feels he can put in a good showing, be competitive. He'll always want to win these majors. I think deep down he might realise that that's now ebbing away. But yeah, it was great to have him here and I'm so pleased. He was so desperate and so committed to get his body into enough shape to make the trip and be one of the magical parts of a magical few days, I can tell you. Russ, thanks for joining us and well done to your Northern Hemisphere rugby teams, Ireland and England, winning down under, mate. You have a great day. We'll chat chat about that later in the week, I'm sure, my friend. Absolutely great. Thanks for your time. Happy days. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.